If you start journaling your food, you'll start noticing a difference between how bloated you are and how non-bloated you are, how much belly fat you have and how much belly fat you don't have simply by the foods that we're putting into our body. Welcome to the Longevity Blueprint Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Stephanie Gray. My number one goal with the show is to help you discover your personalized plan to build your dream health and live a longer, happier, truly healthier life. You're about to hear from the Toxin Terminator. Yep, that's what I said, the Toxin Terminator. She actually has lived in Iowa for part of her life as well. So today you're going to hear from Amy Carlson and she's gonna talk about the dangers of toxins in our everyday products, how they can affect chronic disease and underlying medical conditions, how they can affect our gut health, how they can affect us physically, mentally, spiritually, and the good news, what we can do about it. Welcome to another episode of the Longevity Blueprint Podcast. Today I have Amy Carlson on for the show. She is the Toxin Terminator. She's the host of the Toxin Terminator Podcast, a best-selling author and featured expert guest on numerous podcasts and summits. Amy has spent the last seven years removing hidden toxins from her home to be free of chronic disease and has helped hundreds do the same. Through her podcast, she has had access to some of the top doctors, healers, experts, and industry leaders in the natural health and wellness field. Amy's passion is giving hope to those who are still suffering, getting no relief from traditional medicine, and ready to take control by detoxing and cleansing their health and environment. So welcome, Amy. Thank you. I love that introduction. It just reminds me. I always get a warm, fuzzy feeling of why I do what I do. Absolutely. (laughs) Well, chapter five of my book, Your Longevity Blueprint, is all about toxins. So I was excited to bring you on. And within my blueprint analogy with my book, I compare our laundry room in our home to the gallbladder and liver in our bodies. So we need a great washer and dryer. We need to have good soap (laughs) to do the job of cleaning our clothes so that that dirty laundry pile doesn't build up and build up and build up, which can happen, right, with toxins in our bodies. So Today, for the listeners, they may not be familiar with this concept of our toxic burden and what we can do about that, kind of eliminating or reducing, maybe not eliminating, but reducing our exposure. So let's dive into the good stuff, Amy. Tell us what toxins are and where are we exposed to them? Absolutely. So the the easiest way to answer what a toxin is, is anything the body does not perceive and can use for the good of the body. So anything that's entering into our body that the body says, wait a minute, this is not a good thing, whether it be bacteria, virus, a toxin, it's something that's going to cause damage to our body. That's what a toxin is, right? So Where we're exposed to it can be so overwhelming because there's so much out there. And honestly, I'm in this industry and diving down these rabbit holes sometimes is scary even for me. And I don't want it to be scary for people. Um, And so what I talk to my people about is we just do what we have control over. And you know what that is? That's the four walls of our own home. Mm. We can't control what's going on outside. We can't, you know, we don't have any bearing on that. So let's look at what's within the four walls of our home. And then let's break down even further. And let's look at what we use every day. Sure. So let's just get it really easy. And let's start there. Um, and so that's, that's what I do with people, I, I, I think we have to take things in bite-sized chunks. If we try to do the big overall picture, it's too much for us to handle. Sure, I agree. It can be very overwhelming. All of the changes that I'm recommending for my patients, uh, we're going to optimize their hormones, we're going to have them change their diet and reduce stress, and now we have to reduce their toxic burden, and sometimes they have that deer in the headlights look like, 
Holy what? smokes, are you going to help me? There's so much, so many changes yeah. are going to happen. But patients' transformations are wonderful. They feel better at the end. Mm. So I, I want to get in, yeah. into the home, what you mentioned. But first, I want to go back to a concept that I, I mentioned a little bit of with this analogy in my home. I, I was saying it as we opened here, that we don't want this burden of toxins or dirty clothes in the home to accumulate. So there is a, there's a term called bioaccumulation. Can you speak to what that is? Yeah, think about it this way. Our body is created to naturally detox. It knows when God created the body, he knew there's going to be things that are going to be exposed to this body. And, and we have the natural ability through our lungs, through our liver, through our kidneys, through um, excretion, you know, through sweat, uh, to naturally pull out of the body. Well, what happens when we're exposed to toxins every single day is it's more than what the natural body can handle. And so that's where we get that bioaccumulation effect. Um, sure happening you know to our bodies it's you know it's more than the liver can handle it's more than where um sometimes people will develop say a skin rash right you know many times we're not identifying a skin rash as being hey i might have been exposed to a toxin or i might have toxin overload in my body because the skin is the largest organ in the body and so many times that's where we might first see things or we notice a change in our body odor because yeah. we sweat out something different, you know, our body's trying to eliminate it. So those are some of the very first signs that we're in toxic overload is is a, a skin rash, something on our skin that is all of the sudden. Um, it's not something that's always been there and change of body odor, um, both sure. in our in our um, sweat, uh, urine, you know. Those are all signs and symptoms that we're, we're starting to get into toxic overload and we need to start listening to our body because our body does such a great job of telling us a story. We right. just have to start listening. I like that. I like that. Sweating is so important. And I know certain religions don't consume certain food groups because like pigs don't sweat, right? So some religions don't eat pork because those animals aren't eliminating certain toxins. That's the theory. I, I, I shouldn't necessarily speak to that because that's not my religion. But the, the theory is that sweating is a good thing. That's how we are eliminating. And I personally can say when I first um, was introduced to functional medicine and I did a, did a liver detox, I sweat less. So I felt like yeah. this was a, I used to sweat so profusely and I felt like this is a good thing. I must be eliminating more of this toxic burden because my body odor is worse or is, is better and I'm not sweating as much as I used to. So I, I totally agree with that. So other than rashes and body odor, so other than symptoms, how do toxins affect chronic disease specifically? This podcast is all about longevity. So we want to reduce our risk of chronic disease. So how do toxins play a role there? So toxins are going to start, if they build up and continue to build up in the body, they're going to start damaging internal organs. They're going to start changing the cell structure within the body because it has to go somewhere. And toxins build up in the organs and in the fat, the fatty tissue of the body. If we don't eliminate them out of the body, that's where they start piling up, you know, that dirty laundry, but they start piling up in the body in our fat 
and in the organs of our body. So if the liver can't function right and the kidney can't function right, then we have things happen to us, you know, like cirrhosis. I mean, that's long-term effects, but, you know, kidney disease. Um, If we're building up toxins in our fat and our body's not getting rid of the fat, that's when we start getting to the obesity and diabetes. And so it all is this cumulative effect in the body. And when it changes the cells, the actual cells within the body, you know, we know that cancer is cells that have gone mad, right? They're, sure. they're just crazy cells in the body. So if we're developing these toxins, that is leading to kind of triggering of the cancer cells to wake up or, you know, to start promoting and, and building more. I like how you mentioned obesity. Obesity uh, is an independent risk factor for all chronic disease. And I tell patients yeah, right. that when you when you have this incoming burden of toxins, your body has to store the toxins somewhere. So it creates more fat to store, cushion the toxins. And then guess what? Then that can lead to <laughs> chronic disease. More. So one way yeah. to lose weight and get the fat cells to shrink is to get rid of the toxins. It absolutely is. And, and, and people don't understand that. Um, you know, it, it, it's, it, it's this vicious cycle and double-edged sword with the fat when we want to get rid of the fat. And for women, especially, you know, I know you deal a lot with hormones and I'm plus 50. So, uh, you know, we're in menopause. We start getting that, that weight around the middle. And a lot of that hormone, but a ton of it is the way that we're eating and the food that we're feeding our body. If you start journaling your food, you'll start noticing a difference between how bloated you are and how, and how non-bloated you are, how much belly fat you have and how much belly fat you don't have simply by the foods that we're putting into our body. Mm, that's good. So we know toxins can affect obesity. Um, so they can affect us physically. What about mentally and spiritually? How can toxins affect our bodies mentally and spiritually? This is my favorite topic all because honestly, the physical always thinks that we can change fairly easy. The mental and the spiritual side of things is a real personal journey that each of us have to go into ourselves. So um, I like to break it down to kind of two parts. You know, there is the energy. There's the stories that we tell ourselves, the limiting thoughts that we have, that negative stuff that just repeats, you know, like a committee inside your head, right? You know, oh, I'm not pretty enough. I'm not smart enough. Simple things like I'm so forgetful. If we keep telling ourselves that over and over again, guess what? We're forgetful. If we tell ourselves over and over again that we're disorganized, I'm not an organized person, I can't get this together, well, guess what? You're speaking life of that over you, and that's what you're going to become. So there's this manifestation of our thoughts internally of what we're telling ourselves that can be very, very toxic to some people. So you're almost saying our thoughts are toxins. Our thoughts can be toxic for us. Absolutely. Mentally. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Think of that. If you are constantly speaking negativity over yourself, over your children, over your career, over your life, that's going to have a negative impact on your health, on your physical, mental, spiritual health. So we have to learn what the pattern is in the first place, and then we have to stop it and change it. Mm -hmm. We can write a new story inside of our head and tell ourselves something new. Look at two different ways with this. Um, When I was raising my children, if there was something that they were doing that I didn't want them to do, 
I didn't focus on that negative, quote, quote, behavior with them. I focused on what they were doing that was good. And I praised that and gave that all kinds of attention. Well, pretty soon they understood and realized that if I do this, I'm going to get the attention I want from mom. If I do this, I get ignored. And, you know, so what I wanted, I praised. And we do the same thing with our thoughts. You know, what we want to happen over our life, what we want to have in our lives, that's the attention that we have to give. That's so good. I think the same is true with puppies, even training a dog. You affirm them <laughs> appropriately, <laughs> but maybe uh, we've had a problem with our um, yeah, anxious little dog. But it's interesting how we'll use those, those skills with children and with animals. But then what about for ourselves? Are we, are we praising ourselves? Are we affirming ourselves on a daily basis? Or are we just believing lies and, uh, you know, speaking negativity over ourselves? Because that's not good from a longevity standpoint, either. Not so at all. Um, my husband and I, and I had a horrible negative cycle that was going on inside my head for many, many years. And I actually incorporated stop, drop, and roll. Remember when we were children yeah. and the firemen came to school and they taught you when you're on fire, you stop, you drop to the ground and you roll. And that's going to put you out of fire. Well, the negative thoughts that we have in our head are our brains on fire? So I had stopped, I dropped to the ground, and I rolled. Physically did that to really stop that wow. negativity. Now, that's extreme, and thankfully, I worked home, so I didn't have to worry <laughs> about being out in public. But I didn't have to do it for very long. All I needed, I needed that physical action to really stop the cycle. And, and how empowering is that to realize you have a choice? Right. You have a choice. If you get up and it's an hour into your day and nothing is going right, you have a choice. You can reset that day. You know, you can start over again. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have to continue on. Um, and that, and that's what I like talking about the toxins in the mind. We have a choice. We don't have to be victim to it. We have mm -hmm. a choice and we can change that. That's so good. That puts, gives us back the power. That's great. Absolutely. Well, let's let's transition back from our thoughts to the the four walls of the home that you mentioned earlier that we have control over as well. So maybe there's overlap here with your five pillars of living a toxin-free lifestyle. Can we go back to that and talk a little bit about those those pillars? <laughs> sure. Do you want to know like, um, so the five pillars of a toxin-free lifestyle for me in the last seven years that I've learned is we have to pay attention to what's in our air, uh, what's in our food, what's in our water, uh, what we absorb on the body, and then our mental. And we've talked about the mental yeah. so you let's know, already. Yeah. Yep. Let's talk so, about those others. Let's start with air. So air, here's my number one, and I'll, I'll just give a number one out of sure. each one of those sure. categories. So and air would, for me would be fragrance. We have to get rid of the synthetic fragrances. Science now knows that synthetic fragrances are so toxic to the body. They are causing asthma. They're con causing neurological disorders. They're causing um, even skin irritations. It, it's being labeled as the new secondhand smoke now. So we have to get rid of those uh, synthetic fragrances at, out of the home. And you can find that in everything. Um, I'm not even talking about candles and plug-ins and air sprays. It's in your household cleaners. It's in your shampoos. It's in your laundry soaps. 
So what we can do is we can turn the, the products around and read them. And what we want is fragrance-free. Okay, the, the unscented is still being chemically altered to cover up the fragrance. So we want to shop for products that say fragrance-free. Easy thing to do. Now, what about essential oils? Are you okay if the fragrance is essential oils? That's not, well, not all essential oils are the same. Um, you know, what I can buy at Walmart or Walgreens or um, Bed Bath & Beyond is certainly not like what I can get from uh, Young Living or Doterra. Sure. Or, and, and there's some other reputable companies out there too. So you just want to make sure that you have essential oils that are therapeutic grade. That means there's no fillers. They are what they say they are. When that bottle of essential oil says it's lemon essential oil, that's all you're getting. Sure. In the, U- in the U.S., uh, you can sell an essential oil in a store and say it's pure essential oil and only has to be 5% essential oil. 5%? Wow. 5%. Yep. So that now brand that, you know, they think people think, uh, oh, I'm, I'm purchasing this at a health food store. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. We try to educate our our clients, our patients on the importance of buying the professional grade. So like you're saying that therapeutic grade um, essential oils, supplements, that's just good in general too. (laughs) Yeah. If you're going to be removing toxins from your life, make sure you get a good oil. You know, because that's, that's what happens to people. Oh, well, essential oils didn't work for me. Well, what kind did you use? And I, and I won't get into a big, you know, conversation there, but I use them every day in my home, every day. Um, And I, I, I love them, but there are still people, even though it's a pure, it's not a synthetic fragrance. There are still people out there that don't, uh, they're just, what do I want to say? Not allergic, but they're, they're, they just have a sensitivity to any scent. Doesn't yeah. matter whether it's a pure scent, a synth- uh, synthetic scent or, or not. You know what your body tells you and you sure. have to listen to your body. I want to briefly just mention on the topic of air quality here. It is summer in Iowa and we are surrounded by cornfields. At least <laughs> both of us actually have lived in Iowa so <laughs> yeah. at certain times yeah. in our lives. So I, I do think that... It, our air quality can be affected by those toxins, what they're spraying the crops with and whatnot. But it's also important for good airflow throughout the house. So it is important on nice days to open the windows and you know, to get the air circulating throughout the home. I think sometimes our homes are so energy efficient and so tight that we don't have great air circulation. And when we even think of uh, mold living in Iowa, we've had several floods here. And so I have a lot of patients mm-hmm. who have been impacted by, unfortunately, right. mold from living in water damaged buildings or working in them. And so I've, uh, I've had so many patients test their homes for mold over the past several years turn unfortunately um to find out that they did have mold however their health has been dramatically improved by remediating the home and improving the air quality of the home right absolutely and that that's one of the things that the air quality inside of our homes is 10 times worse than that outside so even though there's pollen count outside there's pesticides in the air you know that type of thing we do want to get those windows open like you said not only are we shut in and that energy efficiency but then we're also humidifying homes so we're just creating this little petri dish uh you know for our our lives to get sick and so we do want to have that fresh air circuit through. Good, good. Let's talk about food. So that's the next category here. 
Well, we just talked about pesticide, and that's my big one on food. Um, It's honestly, uh, that's the biggest thing you can do. And here's the thing. I hear so many people say, I can't afford to buy all organic. And I hear you. I understand. So this is what I tell you to do. What do you eat all the time? What is your go-to? Is it apples? Is it grapes? Is it lettuces? That's what you're going to buy organic. And then buy the rest, you know, non-organic. Or go to the thin skin, thick skin. You know, if it's got a thicker skin, it doesn't have to necessarily be organic. Um, the EWG.org website has, you know, the dirty dozen and 15 so you can go on there and, and, you know, make that your list of go-to. So there's workarounds with that. Yep. And the reasoning behind that, I explained this in my book in chapter five also, is that the thicker skin foods uh, have more of a, a protective coat. So it's more difficult for pesticides and herbicides to penetrate into those foods. The thin skins are the ones you want to mm-hmm. wash well or purchase organic. And the good news is that research studies have shown in several patients within weeks to months <laughs> of changing the diet one's internal kind of pesticide or herbicide burden can dramatically reduce. So it's not too late to make changes. Make the changes now. Your The amount of toxins that you've accumulated will start going down. <laughs> so it's never too late. Yes. And in any for any of these, you know, I, that's a question I get a lot of, you know, have I waited too long? I had multiple chronic diseases when I made my changes. So I was already into the disease state sure. and I reversed that. So it's never too late uh, to make those changes. Wonderful. Let's talk about water. That's another pillar of living a toxin-free lifestyle. What can we do with our water? Oh, here's my big tip on waters. There's lots of um, toxicants in our waters, from heavy metals to uh, to fluoride to chlorine, um, which part of it is is runoff from the farm industry. Part of it is um, you know chemicals that are being treated to to sanitize you know the water. But we want good water in our homes. The best thing we want to be able to do is to have a whole house water filtration system because drinking water alone is not good enough. Um, That's a good start um, to make sure that we are filtering out what we are drinking. So you can get an under sink mount. You can get even a pitcher that you can fill up and it will filter out um, all of the heavy metals and the chloride and the water for you so that you don't have those toxins in the body. What we shower in is just as important, and if not more so, because we're in hot water for 10 minutes. Let's just say the average person is in there for 10 minutes, and we're absorbing all of that into our skin. I had a guest on my podcast who was suffering from Meniere's disease, another autoimmune disease. And just by changing what she showered in, putting that whole house water filtration, 80% of her pain symptoms went away in short order. That's amazing. We need to get one of those. I, I put reverse osmosis in my house when I built it yeah. uh, before I was married, before I had kids, whatnot. So, I mean, I, which RO does also remove the good minerals. So you have to make sure you're replacing those. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> but that's not, um, that will not work on the shower water, right? What's going in the bathtub as well. And I have a son who's taking baths multiple times a week and I'm thinking, okay, he's sitting in chlorine. He's sitting in chlorine. This is not good. Yeah. <laughs> so we need to yeah. get, I have a little filter that I'll put under the faucet so i'm i'm trying to filter the water that's going in the tub but i mean in reality it's not it's not filtering at all so i need to get one of those whole house water filtration systems 
Yeah. Need to get and one. there are there are filters that you can put onto the shower head. There are filters I have that. Yep. Um, that you can put. Yep. You know, they're charcoal based. And you know, there's many, many different studies out there. I always tell people, you do your research and you pick out what's best for you. Um, we do have a reverse osmosis system on whole house system. And again, then then we replenish, you know, minerals. But right. we know all the bad has been taken out yep. um, with the reverse osmosis. Wonderful. Skin. We've talked a little bit about that. And obviously the water that we're exposing ourselves to in the shower or the tub is going to touch our skin. But but let's also talk about how we can avoid toxins. And you're probably going to go the personal um, uh, product route here, like skincare. That's probably where you're going with this, but I'll let you talk. That that is number one, especially for women. But I think about you mentioned your son. You know what kind of soap is he using? So there's a couple of products that we want our uh, uh, ingredients that we want to learn how to read labels. There are apps out there. One is called Think Dirty. The EWG has one also called Healthy Living, where you can type in your products and you can get a safety rating. They are a good starting point. Yep. But people, I really want you to understand there are certain ingredients. All you got to do is turn that around and just start looking at it. So the sodium, labels, yeah. Yeah, sodium lauryl sulfate is a, is a key one. There's over 50,000 studies on PubMed alone on the toxicity of that ingredient. Wow. So it is found in our laundry soap. It's found in all of our personal care products. Anything that suds has sodium lauryl sulfate in it. So think about dish soap. Think about shampoo, body soap laundry soap and laundry soap is key because we're putting those clothes on our body we're sleeping in those sheets yep. so that's one of them and typically if it doesn't have sodium lauryl sulfate in it it's not going to have a lot of the other stuff in it either so if you eliminate that one ingredient you're eliminating a lot of the other bad stuff too can i ask you what brands you use or do you make some of your own stuff what what are your favorite brands Okay, so I'm with a network marketing company, okay. um, Young Young Living, and sure. we have lots of oils and personal care products, so I sure. use a lot of theirs, but some people are like, oh, network marketing, I get it, you know, that's what, if that's not for you, a, a company that I have found that you can get in Walmarts and Targets, as well as order online, is called Shea Moisture, hmm, I um, heard and they have all... There's no synthetic fragrances. There's no parabens, no um, sulfates. There's no phthalates. There's so they are you know a good clean product as well. Um, Ecos is another brand. E C O S uh, that has good safe laundry uh, products that you can use. So there gives you a couple of you know options. And again. Um, I actually like Environmental Working Group's app over Think Dirty. There's some things, a label reader, there's some things on Think Dirty that they're giving a stamp of approval that I never would. Mm. Um, you know, so EWG does just a little bit better a job, and, and they've got a whole board of scientists behind them. So sure. um, I, I'll I just post, like them better. Yeah, I, I like those apps as well. I'll post links in the show notes to the Dirty Dozen mm-hmm. foods, the foods that should mm-hmm. be purchased mm-hmm. organic. Um, the clean 15, the ones you don't have to purchase organic. And then the links yeah. to the two apps that you mentioned, the healthy living yeah. and the, and the think dirty. And I have found too, I'll just use the, um, so this, the skin deep cosmetics database, you don't have to have a phone to use. You can just go on, on a website browser. I will look for, um, you can actually look up certain ingredients so you can read about them and how toxic mm-hmm. they are. The ranking that's provided 
also shows the, the risk of causing allergies, the risk of endocrine disruption, messing with our endocrine systems. Um, I think cancer risk is on there too. So I would encourage yes. the listeners to really check out those websites because they are invaluable resources. And there are lots of brands that are mentioned on those um, on those sites. I just always like to ask who I'm my guests yeah. because I want to know who you're using. And, and I've used the Young Living Laundry Detergent. I We sell yep. their products also. So I, I do like that company. Yeah. Um, um, if you have little ones, the Honest Company yes. is another one. Um, and they have all, you know, different different items too. Once you start using like an app, you'll start recognizing, like you said, they're going to give you why. Not only do they give you the safety reading, they're telling you why it rated how it did. And so you'll start tuning into, you know, this is what I want to avoid. This is what I don't want to have. So um, lot, lots, lots of great companies out there because the demand, we're demanding better products, you know, for ourselves. Wonderful. Great tips. Just have a few more questions here. So I want to talk, we're, we're going to divert here just for a minute, but how is gut health impacting mental health. I know we can expose to toxins in, you know, the foods that we're eating, like we mentioned. <laughs> so yeah. our, our gut health can affect our mental health, but can you expand on that a little bit? Absolutely. So there's a lot of scientists that, that tell us our gut is really our uh, brain, a second brain. And depending on who you follow, it could be your first brain or your second brain. There's a vagus nerve that runs between the, the brain up here and our gut. And it used to be thinking that the brain was out talking, communicating out to the rest of the body. But science is finding that there's so much more communication going back up to the brain versus going out from the brain, which is really interesting to dig into that information. So if you have a gut that's inflamed, all right. So you uh, don't eat appropriately. You, you're you've constantly putting stuff on your body that's just really inflaming the gut, and you know your gut inflamed by am I uh, eliminating going poop once a day? If I'm not, I probably don't have the best gut health. You know, do I have a lot of gas? Do I have a lot of bloating? You know, there's lots of symptoms, right, of an inflamed gut. There's leaky gut. There's irritable bowel syndrome, which is really they put a disease onto a symptom. It's just a diagnosis of exclusion. It's doctors say, we don't know what's wrong with you, so you have IBS. We'll put you in that category. Yeah. Uh, Anyway, I'm not going to go there. But here's the thing. If your gut is inflamed, guess what else is inflamed? Your brain. And, and if it's inflamed, it's, it's overworked. It's, it's, you know, so you can't process and you're always feeling like you're in the state of overwhelm. And some people call that oxidative stress. And so you can't think straight. You're not processing information the way that you should. You're reacting versus being proactive. And, you know, and, and that's the state that most of us operate in and don't even understand that that's where we're, we're operating from until we get out of it. Sure. So that's where I would maybe echo one of the most important pillars. You had mentioned the importance of cleaning up your air, your food, your water, your skin, and your thoughts. Back to food. What you're eating is impacting your gut health. So chapter one of my book is all about eliminating inflammatory foods. And it's chapter one for a reason. I'm comparing the foundation of the home to the gastrointestinal system in the body. So if you're listening, one of the best things you can do to start reducing your toxic burden is just change the way you're eating. Start eating organic, getting inflammatory foods um, out of 
your life, which is not the topic of this particular interview, but (laughs) (laughs) other speakers will be speaking to that on this podcast. So wonderful. Great thoughts. Did I tell you this before we even got started? I was talking to somebody just a few days ago that were letting me know that your mucus lining in your gut changes every five days. Those mm-hmm. cells regenerate. So if, if you stop putting the inflammatory foods in the body in a week's order, you can start feeling different. Yep, um, those cells have fast turnover. Yep, that's yes. which is very encouraging. You can start, your body will start healing immediately. Our bodies yeah. are created to, to heal themselves. Yeah, we just have to take our hands off the fire. And that's what's removing the toxins is all about. If we keep the hand on the fire, we can't heal. You know, because we haven't removed the fuel. We haven't removed the source. So we have to remove the sources in order for our body to find true healing. Speaking of healing, so you mentioned you had multiple chronic diseases. How long did it take you, um, as you were taking your hand off the faucet, I mean, how long did it take you, I'm sure you had a lot to learn, to heal? Oh, my gosh. You know, there were certain things that healed right away, and there were certain things that took time because, well, I'm bullheaded, (laughs) you know, and food like should have been one of the first things that I went to, but I didn't. I did all the other stuff first and food was one of the last things. So healing my gut issues took quite a long time. It was a seven year journey. Sure. I'm still on the journey. Yeah. Uh, my, my neurological issues that I suffered from uh, fixed within the first 30 days of removing all the fragrances from my home I stopped having migraines. I stopped suffering from loss of vision on the left side. Um, and I haven't had that come back ever. Um, you know, so that went away in very, very short order. And that was simply by removing the fragrance from the home. So that was very quick. That's awesome. Yeah, that's so important. I've had patients come to see me, obviously, with multiple chronic conditions, and their perfume stinks up the entire clinic. And I have a headache while I'm seeing them, and I'm thinking, holy smokes, <laughs> I have a lot of work on this patient. But I have to kindly ask them to not wear, I mean, we have signs up that you to not wear any fragrance into our clinic. We have so many patients with multiple chemical sensitivities who do have neurologic symptoms. And we just, we cannot have patients wearing perfumes and bringing fragrances into our, our clinic. Um, uh, and, and, and here's the thing, too. I just think... There's so many people that don't understand what feeling good feels like, mm-hmm. you know, and, and I was one of those big proponents. I wore the perfume. I went to be, uh, Bath and Body Works and bought all of the lotions when they went on sale. And, you know, now I can't even get near it. Yep. Um, you know, I can't walk down the laundry aisle of the grocery store because it just is overpowering. That off-gassing that happens is as overwhelming to my system. And um, when we get on the other side and we start to have some healing, we really understand, wow, this is what it looks like and this is what it feels like to feel good. And that's when we can get a quick result, that's when we'll want more. You know, and that's why I like to try to get some quick, and I'm sure you guys do too, get a quick result so then they'll want to choose the better right. options. Absolutely. So I have to ask you, where did the name Toxin Terminator come from? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I actually took a class on doing a podcast. So I launched my podcast a, a year ago and I, it was just kind of a sitting there thinking, what do I want to call the podcast? I'm all about removing toxins from the home. And then all of a sudden it was just like, I'll be back, you know, <laughs> toxin terminator, let's terminate those toxins. So it just stuck 
And I absolutely love it because that's what we're doing is terminating all those toxins. Yeah, I love it. It does stick. I will always remember that you are the toxic terminator. <laughs> I like that. Okay, lastly, tell me what your top longevity tip is. Top. Oh, my gosh. You know what? My top longevity tip that I would say is sleep. Oh, my word. If you are not getting good sleep, we can't. We just, you know, we can't even function when we're not getting good sleep. I used to not have focus. I didn't have energy. And I didn't know, is it because of this or is it because I'm not getting sleep? You know, so my top longevity is sleep. And my top tip for, for all the listeners on sleep is get all of the electronics out of the bedroom, all of them. You should not have a TV in there. You should not have your cell phone in there, not a computer, a laptop, anything um, disrupt because it all disrupts your sleep. Totally agreed. Totally agreed. Well, I'm sure our listeners want to know more. So tell us, you have some exciting announcements, a book coming out and a summit. So tell us about those and where listeners can find you. You bet. So this summer, we have a book coming out called The Toxin Terminator, and I dive into more of the information that we've covered today in this podcast. In August, August 17th, we're launching my first virtual summit. It's called Restore, Renew, Rejuvenate, and um, Dr. Gray is going to be a part of the, the summit where we're just we're t- sharing our stories of how the body works and how we can create that healing environment for people. And we all have our personal stories to share there in that summit. You can find this information on my website, which is just my name, www.amycarlson.com. And and my first name is spelled A-I-M-E-E. And I have links to the podcast. I have links to when the summit goes live in the book. We'll have all those links right there in in the website. You can also connect with me on social media through there too. And we'll post all those links in the show notes. So I encourage listeners to connect with you. So Amy, thank you so much for donating so much of your life. Your mission is really, sounds like, is educating others on how they can improve their health and health and longevity by living a toxin-free lifestyle, which is what we all need to be doing. So thank you for being on the show. Uh, I'm so honored to be here and part of your show, Dr. Gray. Thank you so much. That wraps up another episode of the Longevity Blueprint podcast. I hope you learned today from Amy how important it is to clean up toxins in our air, food, water, skin, and even in our thoughts. Yes, even our thoughts can be toxic for our bodies and for our overall health and longevity. Be sure to check out the show notes where I'll list all the resources that we discussed in this episode. Be sure to check out my book, Your Longevity Blueprint. And if you aren't much of a reader, you're in luck. You can now take my course online where I walk you through each chapter in the book. Plus, for a limited time, not only is the course 50% off, but you also get your first consult with me for free. Check this offer out at yourlongevityblueprint.com and click the course tab. One of the biggest things you can do to support the show and help us reach more listeners is to subscribe to the show and leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. I read all of the reviews and would truly love to hear your suggestions for show topics, guests, or how you're applying what you've learned on the show to create your own longevity blueprint. The podcast is produced by the team at Counterweight Creative. As always, thanks so much for listening and remember, wellness is waiting. The information provided in this podcast is educational. No information provided should be considered to be or used as a substitute for medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always consult with your personal medical authority.